Good morning, my friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. Just a short little talk this morning, and uh, I guess you could say I'm kind of in a mood this morning, um, and really have been for the last few weeks. And uh, what I'm, what I'm going to be sharing with you today is chapter 13 and 14 from my book, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional, and uh, these two chapters deal with the Mark of the Beast, and Genetic Modification and Artificial Intelligence, which those of you who have been listening to the podcast uh, or have been following my work for years know that that's been the hot topic that I've been warning about. And I feel like I'm starting to see it develop like rapidly in real time. So I created a blog post this morning titled, The Stage is Being Set for the Mark of the Beast. And I think it's time that we just realize and accept the times that we're living in and uh, that this is the goal uh, of the enemy right now and I'm praying that God delays it and pushes it away um, because that's really all we can do is, is pray and resist but I feel like the general population is is primed and ready to beg for it um, the fear you know, the, the masses have allowed the media and governments to just paralyze them with fear uh, over the virus. Um, and I think people are pretty much willing to submit to just about anything at this point. We keep hearing from our leaders, who are supposed to be our employees in the United States of America, but that's, that's, not, re that's not the reality of the situation, uh, telling us that we're going to be uh, living in a new normal and uh, get ready for the new normal. And so I wrote this little blog post. I just wanted to share it with all of you. Uh, and then you can listen to the audiobook version of those two chapters, which I just have to tell you is very timely. Um, you know, I wrote it last year. Um, I think after you listen to it or you read it, you will see that. I did not come up with this with my own intelligence. <laughs> you know, this is, I believe that this was uh, given to me by God. And uh, I hope that it's a blessing to you, but also, a, 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 you know, an eye-opener for you. By the way, real quick, before I get into it, uh, before I get into all of this, um, the book you c is a great way that you can support the work that I'm doing. But more importantly than that, it's timely and I think it'll really, really bless you. If you go to scriptureandprophecy.com forward slash book, you can pick it up here at Amazon. It's a very inexpensive ebook for $2.99 or the paperback for $9.99 right now. Um, and if you want to do me a real kindness, uh, you can go down and leave a five-star uh, rating uh, with a review of the book, and that would be very, very helpful. Let me get to the blog post. The stage is being set for the mark of the beast let me just read it to you real quick we are living in a time when government and tech industry leaders are openly usurping our freedoms and liberty and it's about to get much much worse the unfortunate aspect of all this is many people seem to be begging for it we are being told on a regular basis by these tech companies by media and by government that we should prepare for a new normal. By new normal, they mean prepare to be tracked wherever you go, prepare to never be able to gather in large numbers ever again, 
Prepare to be chipped and vaccinated in order to participate in basic commerce, to go out to eat, to go to a ball game, or run a 5K or marathon. Here is a recent quote from Bill Gates. People can go out, but not as often. And not to crowded places, he says. Picture restaurants that only seat people every other table and airplanes where every middle seat is empty. Schools will reopen, but not stadiums. They're already telling us the plan. And I can't help but ask the question, how is it that a software developer is now in charge of telling me what my economic and health future looks like? Why is a tech industry telling me I need to be vaccinated? According to GatesNotes.com, realistically, if we're going to return to normal, we need to develop a safe and effective vaccine. That sounds all good and well, but what they're really saying is you're going to comply or there will be no returning to normal. These control freaks are literally drooling over the idea of taking complete control over humanity and using mass surveillance and IDs to enforce it. By the way, those IDs will probably be chip IDs. Those in power have no intention of letting us get back to a normal and free society. What is coming is lots of surveillance and restrictions, but it will be for our safety. So we should comply like good little boys and girls. Unfortunately, as I have already mentioned, it would appear most are willing to comply. People want their cushy lives back. They don't want to be afraid anymore, and they are willing to play ball with the devil to make it happen. We are very quickly seeing the stage set for the coming Mark of the Beast. I also wouldn't be surprised to see a new leader come on the stage with great promises of a new world. The man of sin is about to be revealed, and a great temptation which will try the whole world is near. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, in my recent book, The End of Days, a 30-day devotional, I predict a time would come when people would become genetically modified, microchipped and forced into a position to do it in order to participate in society. And I never imagined it would come as a result of a virus and that my writing would be so timely. You can listen uh, following uh, what I just said here, the the two chapters, um, the recorded the audiobook version this morning. I pray in the powerful name of Yeshua in the name of Jesus that it blesses you. Uh, please pray for me and my family as well. And um, your support uh, is much appreciated, and I, I'm really grateful for all of you. You know, this is why we started. This is why I started this ministry, and it's not even really called a ministry, but this is why I started this podcast was to talk about these subjects. It's just when you start to see it roll out in real time, it's just it's just uh, difficult. I guess is the words, uh, but our faith is in God, and. We knew these days were coming. We knew we needed to prepare our hearts. And look, I should preface this with with what I've been saying earlier. Just because these people have all these evil plans do not mean that they will succeed. And we should be praying in masses. You know, it's our prayers. It's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKodesh that's in us that is suppressing this evil. Um, restraining this evil. And we should continue to pray, pray against it. Because if we do not, if we do not repent and get on our faces and seek God by the masses, what I just described here is going to be our very near future. 
enjoy the audio. Again, I pray it blesses you. Thank you to all of you who listen and support this broadcast. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless. Day 13. Genetic Modified and Artificial Intelligence in the Last Days. To some, the idea of genetically modified humans might seem completely outlandish. But to those who have studied in depth the days of Noah and are paying attention to current trends, this has been a long time coming. Our media and technology industries continue to report and boast about developments in genetics. Even more so, they are demonstrating their ability to not only genetically modify humans, but to merge them with artificial intelligence. These are some interesting, albeit scary, times we are living in. I've told my podcast listening audience for years, in your lifetime, you're going to see non-human individuals walking around. I'm referring to people who have either been genetically altered from God's original design, or people who have emerged physically with some kind of artificial intelligence. Honestly, we shouldn't be shocked by this concept. After all, we have genetically modified animals, plants, and food, which is now part of our everyday life. It has been this way for many years. In fact, if you're trying to eat clean, natural, unaltered, non-GMO food here in the United States, then you're going to have to go to a health specialty market, and it's going to be very expensive. Why? Because there just isn't much food left in the food supply, which hasn't been tampered with. Not only is society screaming to us that this is coming, but the scriptures also tell us to be expecting this. The prophet Daniel, when describing the coming world kingdoms, tells us something very interesting about the last kingdom. Daniel chapter 2 verse 43 says this, And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with murray clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. They shall mingle themselves with the seed of men? I don't know about you, but this sounds like the manipulation of a human being. It could be a form of genetic modification or maybe the merging of man with artificial intelligence. Either way, Daniel tells us it's not going to go well, and they will not cleave one to another. Another interesting passage which lends itself to this thinking comes from the Apocrypha, which was included in the King James Bible from 1611 through most of the 1800s, before being suspiciously removed. I have an old King James Bible in my library from the 1800s. It once belonged to a church in New York. As did most Bibles from this time, it has the apocryphal text included in it. I'm referring to the apocryphal book, Second Esdras, a book filled with very interesting and prophetical text. However, there is one particular verse which always jumps out at me and causes me to pause and think. In 2 Esdras chapter 5, verse 8, we read this. There shall be a confusion also in many places, and the fire shall be off sent out again, and the wild beasts shall change their places, 
and menstruous women shall bring forth monsters. Also, in the book of Second Estrus, chapter 6, verse 21, we read this. And the children of a year old shall speak with their voices. The women with child shall bring forth untimely children of three or four months old, and they shall live and shall be raised up. Women shall bring forth monsters. Children will live being born as early as three months and will talk. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few years or maybe even sooner, we see it normalized for parents to have their babies genetically altered before birth. Society may spin it as a good thing and a way for children to be born free of disease. Parents will try to pick what color eyes their child would have or how tall, intelligent, athletic, or artistic they might be. However, if we take the time to study what happened during the days of Noah, if we study the apocryphal text, then we will see tampering with God's creation leads to horrific events, followed by great judgment. I believe genetic modification and artificial intelligence will play a huge role in these last days. We better pay attention to these trends. Not only pay attention, but more importantly, avoid being part of it. May God give us wisdom and have mercy on our souls. Day 14. The Mark of the Beast. When it comes to the Mark of the Beast, described in the book of Revelation, there have been a lot of opinions and thoughts shared by prophecy lovers throughout the ages. It's no different today, and I certainly have some interesting thoughts on the subject, especially considering the world we are living in today. A world where people at this very moment in history are getting microchips in their hands, and soon in their heads. We are told in the book of Revelation the false prophet will come on the scene and will cause many to make an image to the beast and worship this image. They will also get his mark in their hands or foreheads. Without this mark, we cannot buy or sell. Revelation chapter 13, verses 16 through 17 say this, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Many, including myself, believe this is likely twofold. You have an allegiance to the beast system, and there is a microchip of some sort associated with the mark. This mark holds all your financials and maybe even personal information. This makes perfect sense, and it's an effective way to control the population. If you step out of line, those in power could simply turn off your accounts via the microchip, making it very difficult for survival. Same goes for those who refuse to take the mark. They would be essentially alienated from society and unable to take part in commerce. Therein lies the temptation. It'll be very difficult to refuse the mark when you or the people you love are hungry and in need. We must settle this in our hearts now. Should this time come upon us, we must have already decided no matter what 
we will not take the mark. The scriptures make it very clear. Those who take the mark will be lost forever. There will be no salvation, no redemption for those who have worshipped the image of the beast and taken his mark. They will be tormented for all eternity. Revelation chapter 14 verse 11 says this, And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night who worship the beast and his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Because there is no salvation or mercy found for those who take the mark, I am therefore led to believe there is more than just a chip and allegiance to the beast involved. It could be there is also a genetic alteration component to the mark. We know from reading the ancient Dead Sea Scrolls, such as the Book of Enoch, the Book of Jubilees, and others, there was no salvation available for the Nephilim. These Nephilim or giants came to be on the earth through an incident where the watchers, or the sons of God, left their heavenly habitation and had sexual relations with earthly women. To understand this more, you need to start by studying Genesis chapter 6. I would also recommend studying Second Peter and the book of Jude. Jude chapter 1 verse 6 tells us this, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation. He hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Today's call of action. We are living in some very interesting and strange times. It's possible God has chosen us to be the generation who would see these very things develop, but more importantly, see the return of our Messiah and Savior Jesus Christ. Let us not only prepare to meet Him, but let us prepare our hearts and minds to deal with these strange developments which are quickly coming upon the earth.